Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Holy moly! Man, woman, and child in that foot in the aisles. Johnny the Jet Rogers just tore them loose from their shoes. Oh, they don't have him yet? Look at Tommy Frazier. How many tackles can one man break? Touchdown. What's going on, Husker fans? Welcome back to Believe in Nebraska Football on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Sam Casacho, hosting with Husker legends Eric Crouch and Johnny the Jet Rogers. How are we doing today, fellas? I know they still call me prop plane, but I'm still flying. <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. No. Basketball's back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as you continue to source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free content, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code believe B L E A V to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, guys. So let's get this show started. Um, tough one. Another tough. I mean, that's every week. It's tough every <laughs> that's week. Every this week. one. Yeah. That, this Sounds one was like a recording. Week. Sounds like a recording. <laughs> yeah, it's we're a broken record. Tough week. You're a Husker fan. Life sucks. So. <laughs> You're you, we got a 30 point spread 30 Huskers just had to lose by 30 and they didn't didn't manage to get that done. Um, that's that's a moment where you got to look in the mirror and and just say, what, what, where are we? Is this the bottom? Are we going to push off from from this moment? Um, Huskers got a little snake bit in this one. Uh, you end up losing mm-hmm. Chubba Purdy, who I actually thought came out. He started again, despite my complaints last week and played pretty good. Um, you made a one really good throw on the first possession, and then you know he, he made some plays with his legs, but ultimately on one of those scrambles, he ends up kind of with a high ankle sprain. So now we're down him, and it's somehow we end up down Mark Whipple. Um, Logan Smothers ends up playing in the second half. What do we see from the the, the QBs here, guys? <laughs> uh, Go on, Eric. You the QB well, no, master. Just, well, no, master the QB. No, no QB master. But tell me something. Yeah, yeah. It's hard well, on my receivers. I know why receivers got a hard life going. I mean, we talked about this last week. It's uh, you know, it's not a lot of experience out there at the QB position. So um right now with those guys and you know, it's it's their opportunity to 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 showcase their talents and to lead their team and to get them ready to go. And and uh, you know, we're just we're just seeing where things just aren't lining up for them. I mean, with, with the injuries and and things like that. Um, you know, I will agree though. Chuba uh looked pretty solid with his running and his throwing early. And I think that 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 hurt when he when he left the game. And um, you know, I, I but Smothers has got to be ready. I mean, you got two guys that are preparing all week long that you know that you know the game plan. You just have to go out and, and you gotta execute it. 
uh, I, I just got to honestly got to give some credit to Michigan. It, you know, they're they're a really good football team and they've got linemen and defensive uh, players that, that with speed and, and they don't they don't miss much. You know, they make they make plays. They tackle well. They block well. They do the basics, you know, about as good as any team I've seen. So, you know, with that, it, it makes it tough when when you when you're not doing those things, you know, and. Uh, you know, and we're just not, we're not there, you know, we're not there. And, uh, you know, again, credit to Michigan because they're, they're a solid football team. Well, I'm just a firm believer that we just got to beat the, the better teams. Uh, those who we're not just human beings, we're humans becoming, and we can get better and better too. And, you know, they're getting better as the season goes on, but we don't seem to be getting better as the season going on. And I don't see how we're going to, you know, blame this on Mickey, this, this talent, that we brought in here was strictly Scott's uh, responsibility. And I just can't see him winning with it. And I'm also a firm believer that it, what's up front that count. Uh, we're just not giving our, our guys are doing well, uh, quarterbacks are doing well under the pressure, but it's just too much pressure all the time. Well, I just yeah. don't like, I mean, watching the games and seeing the offense, like I've been specifically watching our, our, our defensive line, oh, our offensive line. Defensive line. Eric, the only thing you got to do to beat our defensive line is keep the ball on the ground. As long I mean, as you're running, a, you they can't stop nothing. They you know, can't stop. I, they can't catch a cold. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I you know, I feel, I, I don't know, I feel bad. I feel bad that this is happening to because it's just not the norm. It's not what we're used to at Nebraska. I feel horrible. It's like it's not supposed to happen. This, how can this be? Uh, we're, no one's used to this. Um, you know, what? <laughs> I know football is dynamic. There's all, you know, you have to have the talent, you have to have the coaches, the nutrition, the weight room, you know, the whole, the culture. I get all that. I just, Eric, I'm not understanding why the defensive line and the offensive line can't, can't get what we want in clutch situations. You know, why can't we stop somebody on, you know, third and three on a run, third and four on a run? I mean, they're grabbing they 10, always get 10 yards of play. They always get at least five. Eric, we haven't had, we haven't had, I know guys have grown up and it hasn't had a winning season since you left. They have, that's been 20 years ago now. Yeah, they won with Bo, though. They had winning season with Bo. Oh, um, we got quite okay. a few Every them. year. Yeah, they, they had pretty yeah. good season. They, they were we nine don't like, we didn't Bo. like that, but, so we fired him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we fired I mean, him. We'll not Bo, have that. I mean, I'll tell you guys. <laughs> we like, don't like, I don't, don't like Bo with attitude, so we'll get rid of him. Let's go see winning game. Going into this game, just hope hoping that the Huskers could cover and just make it, you know, a better game than people thought. I mean, that is kind of where we were at with it. I don't think anybody ever really thought we were going to win. I was going through Twitter and they showed a highlight of like on this day, you know, however many years ago in 2012, 10 years ago, it was like, you know, the 19th ranked Huskers under Bo Pelini playing Penn State number 12 in the country at Penn State and beating them. And it's just like, oh, my, I would do anything to feel like that again <laughs> like i can't we can't win a game we can't beat anybody i mean well it's they just brutal. Kept both. They i mean i'm to the point where like they did osborne and get into it because i remember osborne couldn't beat the uh, oklahoma the you big know? game how look that's a big game winning the 12th beating the 12th we can't go to a bowl game that was a 12th ranked team in the country that's a big game we won it on the road that's a big game. You just did. I think back in the Osborne it. era, I think I remember him saying, and I, I could be wrong, but I think I remember him saying that like <laughs> the big game is just the one that I lose. <laughs> like that's that's the big game. The big game every year is just the one that I don't win. And there's other games <laughs> that I do win. That's never the big game. 
So well, we got to uh, beat some of these teams that we're not supposed to beat. We got to beat somebody. Yeah, I we're think not, I think we got we we always got to win the games that we're supposed to win and beat some of the win some of we're not supposed to win. But we can't win the ones we're supposed to win or the ones we're not supposed to win. Yeah, I mean that that's tough that that happened at the beginning of the year. I think what's happening now under Mickey is we that he has gotten the team to play better. I think what we're learning, so despite what we said, Chubba played better. I mean, at the end of the day, he was six of twelve for fifty six yards. That's not you know that was while he was in the game. That's you know a lot of that came on one play, and it, it's just not enough. One hundred fifty total yards, I think, somewhere around one hundred seventy five, one hundred fifty total yards yeah. in the game. It's that's it's just not, not going to get it done. That's not going to get it done, and and kind of to your yeah. guys' point about the about the talent is just we're learning, unfortunately, and this is because honestly, we obviously we're all turning kind of turning the page to next year or the future. We're learning that we don't really have a lot behind Casey Thompson at least right now. I mean, they're both, you know, Logan ended up being four of eight for 15 in the second quarter. They're playing a great team. They're playing one of the best teams in the country. And you don't want to on the road in the snow. And it's like, you know, it, and that's, that's bad. But, you know, you just, you can't help but feel if Casey was in the game that it just looked a really, a lot different. And, and even that is still not a team that was necessarily, you know, Casey didn't win against Purdue. We didn't win when Casey was in against Purdue, but we had a chance. We didn't win. When you know, and lots of games that Casey played in this year, and you know, we didn't beat Northwestern. A lot of that had to do with maybe the leadership of the team, but you know, it's just we're we've taken such the the you know we've taken such a step back. It has to be concerning the talent what we what we have in that room behind him because you know he probably won't be here next year. So we don't have very much talent in the room behind him it's, at all. There's been uh, no answer oh, we, for, for weeks. We don't have it. We, how, but how do, how do we recruit all these kind of guys? All these guys. These are we can recruit better than this. I think where they come from. How do, how do we think they're ever going to be the caliber that we need to play in our conference? How do we ever think that? Because just we're just out. We're just outmatched. Period. Well, Johnny, like I said well, on the, on the line on when when you're running the ball, all you got to do to beat us is keep the ball on the ground. That's, that's brutal. It's brutal. Brutal. Well, I think I, these guys were Chubba Purdy and, and Logan Smothers have been, you know, pretty highly recruited players. No, I'm talking about really haven't been, developed. I'm talking about haven't been developed. I'm talking about the linemen. You can't well, the, do anything the without linemen, the line. I don't know what's happened with uh, Bryce Benhart. He was a highly recruited player. Some kids bust, but like you can tell he has the physical attributes of a player. These guys haven't been developed. Haven't been developed. And yeah, like Anthony Grant, Anthony Grant is a stud, is a stud running back. Like somebody said, I saw somebody said, you know, on Twitter during the game, they were talking about um about our run game, and they were just like, Well, I mean, if Anthony Grant played for Michigan, he'd probably have the same numbers, you know, no. as as their back, you know? Like that. No, that, you're that's... probably you you're probably gonna play as well as the guys next to you. Yeah, he's not blocking for him. He says nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good player. We're recruiting well. We didn't develop, you know, offensive linemen. You can't just recruit them. You have to develop them. Those guys are so used to playing in high school. They're not, they're not learning technique against big 10 defensive fronts. Like they're yeah. the biggest guy on the field. They're just bowling over every, every defensive lineman they're playing against in high school. That's a position group that you have to develop. It oh, you don't, you don't have happened. you don't have freshman linemen that start that start when they're a freshman, no. Not, not often, and it's pretty bad when Teddy Prochaska does, and he's your best offensive lineman, and that's, that's that happened last year. 
That's not well, and, and you got a young you got a young offensive line coach who's just starting his career off too. Um, you know, Donovan uh Rayola. Oh, so, I, I mean, feel so you, sorry for those guys. You know, it's it, you know, you got all these things that kind of stack up against you. Um injuries, young, young coach, you know, young players, hurt, you know, people get hurt, and it just I don't know. Well, that's exactly hasn't... why I'm saying that Mickey can't really be responsible for all these guys that are, have all these situations that Scott has brought in here. He's going to have to have the opportunity to bring his own guys in before he can be really truly judged on what he's putting together because they have this enthusiasm. They just don't have the ability. Yeah. Right. They just I don't mean, have I, the ability. Yeah, well, you can't man. hold Mickey accountable for the chub of, you know, for Logan Smothers not being developed. I mean, you might be able. I mean, you could argue that you can hold Whipple accountable for Chubba Purdy not being developed at this point in the year. I mean, Ch- like he came. You know, I think Mark Whipple's the reason that Chubba Purdy's here, and if you brought him here, he's been here for a year. You know, he's not super ready to go. But I mean, I think they thought they were going to have Casey. I mean, you got to be ready. You got to be ready I mean, to have some. Ten, uh, no, no. You, you, as a, I think. I mean, you got to have two guys ready to go all the time. Yeah, all the time. Who do we hold accountable because we always look tired? I mean. I think our condition. Do we have a conditioning coach? We or do. Is there ever, ever, we do. Duvall. Yeah, but they're not. No, Zach, they always look tired. Zach they Duvall. don't. They, they're a step off everything. Yeah, I mean they. Scott nobody, really nobody's nobody's kicking off in fourth quarter at all. We always. <laughs> you know. You know what we say every week. They started off good. <laughs> they, they started off good. They look good in the first quarter. <laughs> fourth they quarter, didn't look we, that no, good no. in the first quarter of this game. They didn't, well, they didn't really look that good at any point. This is uh, like any, any point. Yeah. Okay, but it's unimaginable. I don't know what they do with the future here. I mean, it's is it a question of just development in terms of quarterback play. I, I don't know. I, they may have to look to the portal like they did this year with Casey. Like going forward, whoever ends up being the head coach next year, that ends up being a huge question mark. Cause I think a lot of people felt like Chubba could be the answer. We're not gonna probably get to see Chubba for the rest of the year because he has a high ankle sprain. I'm pretty sure they probably are shutting him down. Hopefully we get to see Casey back this week. There's there's the the potential for that. Um, and if we don't, we're gonna see Logan Smothers play again. Hopefully, hopefully in a better position than he kind of got put in. I did feel for Logan, like, you know, it's another time you didn't get the start. You're coming in, it's snowing on the road, and you're like <laughs> you're playing against Michigan and you're already down and it it's not a great place to be as a quarterback. I know Eric kind of talked about that. Just like letting, I kind of think for both kids, it's been a letting them both practice. You got to kind of go with a guy. I kind of wish that if they were going to go with Logan, that they gave him the the reins of the offense, let him take all the reps, let him go in. Um, They, they decided to kind of do, they straddled the fence until the end of the week. So you practice better, went with Chuba, and Chuba ends up getting hurt. So I don't know what they do with the future going forward, but, the future without Casey looks like a is pretty bleak. Um, mm-hmm. But what's what's next for this team? What do you guys think? Like we're talking about all of this and about the future. Like we're turning the page. We got two games left. It's you know as much as Scott is gone, you know this is really like you've pointed out, Johnny is his team. This is Scott's team. Everything you know when Riley left and Scott came, the team looked different than it ever you know than it had under Riley completely. You had different players come in. You had different coaches come in and that's probably we're looking at going into next year. And so this is the last two games for what has been, you know, the Scott Frost era and this group of guys, guys like Garrett Nelson. And, you know, I know I saw Colton Feist after the game just said, you know, who knows, who knows who will be here next year. So two games left. Well, what, you know, not, what do they do miss, with I, it? I, I won't miss too many of them. They can all go. 
<laughs> I mean, I'll miss some of these kids. Like, I love Garrett Nelson. I there's there's so much about this this group of guys that that I do like their enthusiasm. I don't think it's necessarily their fault that they weren't, you know, some of these guys weren't developed, right? Like you said, they 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 these guys have played with enthusiasm, which is more that you could say for the team that right that Scott inherited. That Riley team last year was playing with, you know, they just didn't care at that at the end. So these guys have played hard. I mean, they just clearly well, Mickey, Mickey they have not been developed. Had, the attitude on the team is a lot of these guys don't believe that they can do it. They don't they don't have good attitudes. And, and you don't have to have everybody. If you got a few bad attitudes, it's enough to throw you off uh really, really bad. You know, God, it, it, it gets to be uh contagious. Right. You know? It gets to be, and everybody takes a turn in making an error. Everybody gets a turn in making a mistake. You can't. Like, I remember in the game of the century, we had one penalty between both teams the whole game. The whole game. That's discipline. Impressive. I mean, <laughs> I feel, yeah, I mean, that's discipline. That's impressive. But I, I do feel well, that's what we need to get back to. I mean, yeah. the wrestling needs to, to have discipline. And, uh, no, you need to run those guys. First of all, you got to be in shape. You got to be in shape. <clears throat> you know, are, are, they, the are, shape. They run, are they running the shape? Are they running the stairs and doing the conditioning after practice? I mean, I know they only allow to, to work them so hard, so much without NCAA rules, but there's right. no rule on how much you work yourself. Speaking of NCAA rules, I mean, maybe it's the it's the NIL. Maybe, maybe we just need to get the. Maybe we need to turn into the Yankees and just pay these players as much as we can. Like get them all in here. Get the best oh, talent we can get in here and pay them for that. I I'm think. I think there's no question that we're gonna, <laughs> we need to do that, and we're going to do Let, that. Let's just let's fork out. Let's fork out millions of dollars. And oh yeah. Bring in the best. Just get the number one recruiting class in the country. Why not? And, and you can't blame it on on talent. No, no, we got four million got anywhere in the country, more per capita. We got we we got the money. I mean, I I feel it. for these kids because I like they as, as much as it's like you don't have the right. I mean, if you feel like you can't win, it's not a good attitude. I mean, part of it is you need to win. They they lose all their games after four years. How are you gonna feel like you're gonna win the game after you lose every game? It's 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 tough. And 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 to your point, like even not blaming talent, the, the recruiting classes have been ranked high. It's not like we're not recruiting better than Northwestern. We're recruiting better than Illinois. We're recruiting better than Wisconsin. We're just yeah, not we, developing we, that talent to to win games, uh, to be disciplined, and to you do. You keep saying how we're recruiting good, but but we don't develop them. I mean, we're not developing. That, well, how are we recruiting? There's guys that don't need that much development. Where are they? I think I mean, a lot they, of these guys, be... particularly at the positions we're talking about, like in the trenches, those guys need to be developed at the next at this level. And like we haven't done it. And I don't really want to leave it at Donovan's, you know, Royola's feet. He's been here for a year. Like, I think to really get an offensive line's culture and development turned around, you probably need at least two seasons. And so Greg Austin left us kind of high and dry on this. But it's the situation we're in. I think, yeah, NIL. I think the I think the fact that we can pay players and get talent here will be attractive to a coach if it's not Mickey, right? So that's that's the future. But I guess as as two former players, I think like I, I guess the question still stands. Like I know you guys weren't in this position because you guys are were on you know nationally contending teams. But if you if you were in if you if you could put yourself in their place, like what would you do? Two games left. This team's not going to be together. The coaches won't be here probably. 
you know, at least the makeup will be very different next year. And I think that's what, you know, Colton Feist is trying to say. How would you guys approach rivalry games against Wisconsin and Iowa? Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm back up just a little bit. I'll get to that that question, but I'm I'm just in my mind thinking, okay, you know, going back to where a lot of people say Nebraska kind of lost, you know, the dynasty was the, the the year that I was my senior year. Um, it was at Colorado, and a lot of people point to this game at Colorado where we lost like sixty-two to thirty something, and the defense gave up like five or six hundred yards. And people always kind of point to that game as like, oh, that was that was the that was the turning point uh, for Nebraska's you know dynasty that they've had. And and I just in my mind thinking like, okay, so we've been in this position for twenty plus years. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say twenty plus. I mean, Bo's years were were pretty good years. Um, but you moved to the Big Ten, and and you you know you've really struggled. And now six years, I think it is, without a bowl game. And it, I'm kind of waiting for the next like turning point like what 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 game or what play or what what something that happens to the the program that we can say okay that that was big you know that that was a big moment and that's like a defining moment where nebraska has like turned the page and i think this is kind of you know working into the question that you're asking me is you know what, what what's what's the future hold how, how does it get done like no i don't have the crystal ball but i i mean we're we're talking about all these things, but you know, um, it, it it's not going to, I mean, winning these last two games would be huge. That's not going to, I think more importantly, if you're a player on this team and you have any, you know, dignity in your body and your bones whatsoever, and you love the game of football, it, you, you go out and you play for your team and for yourself and for uh you know the fact that you just love the sport and you want to play the best football that you can play you want to practice it but you know i mean what you could piddle around for two weeks and and piss and moan about everything at practice and make it awful for everybody or you could just go out and have some fun i mean football i don't know about you johnny i had fun playing football i had fun practicing i mean you gotta just go out and have fun you got you gotta like keep the spirits high it would it would suck to go out and practice where everybody's like, oh, I can't believe I have practice. Oh man, you know, like oh, we're gonna get beat. Like the attitudes, the attitudes of the players and the team. And I think that's what they're fighting a little bit right now. They're fighting that not everybody believes that they can do it, but you, you got you got to snap out of that. You got to think that you can beat the guy in front of you, and that you can put build your team. Start having meetings. Start. Start breaking down more film. Start gathering guys up for extra snaps after practice and before practice so that when that time and that moment comes in that game, you can make that third and 10 throw, and you've been working on that option route. And you know if the defender moves this way, you can trust your tight end or receiver to go this way, and you can let the ball fly. And you can make the first down. But that stuff just doesn't seem to be happening right now. You know, when we need a play, we can't get it. So, I mean, there's just things that aren't happening from the player's perspective. Um, I don't know if the coaches are demanding it enough. I don't know where their heads are at. Um, you know, uh, these last two games, uh, you're not going to a bowl game. So, you know, it, it's it's about pride. It's about uh, playing, you know, there's a lot to fight for, um, especially for Mickey, I think, and his coaching and being here next year. So, Well, I like somebody to tell me, just tell me that these guys – 
are working harder after practice than they're working during practice. Because it's going if they keep doing the same thing they're doing, they're going to keep getting what they're getting. We got to put in extra work uh, to get better. It is not going to get it with the mindset we got, with the conditioning we got. Everybody sees that we're getting tired. Everybody sees that we're getting manhandled. Like I said, you can't just keep the ball on the ground all the time, and we can't we can't stop anybody. We can't make a yard uh, when we need it. We got we got to have guys we can go to and get you a couple yards whenever you need it behind our defense, our, our offensive tackle. We got we guys got to be standing people up and blowing them over, you know, on defense. But that takes extra work after practice off the field at home. You're doing work at home. You're doing all different type of things. And it has to be contagious where those guys just want to do to collectively whatever is necessary to win. Winning isn't everything. But here in Nebraska, we rate it right up there with oxygen. It's pretty darn important, you know. <laughs> but you got to show it. But I, I don't I don't think that they're really putting that much effort into it off the field because they get they, they look too tired all the time. I can see at the beginning. He might be a little out, out, out of shape, but so you got to get in shape. Somebody has to be an example. Who do I see excelling at any time on, on the lines? Because we're not going to excel in the backfield until our linemen get it together. Offense and defense. I don't see nobody blowing nobody out on either side of the ball. I don't see nobody that's capable or got that type of enthusiasm. I don't see the game tackling. I mean, they blowing holes. They're they getting four or five yards every time they blow up in there. If not ten, yeah, and missing and, tackles, and, arm tackling, yeah, act, act like they don't understand the fundamentals, and then nobody's pointing them out. I can see it happen here or there, but the same people are making the same mistakes every week. Yeah, and and I can tell you this, I you know we I've been critical of the quarterbacks on this uh, podcast, and I can tell you that I did mention this last week, but I really was disappointed with Trey continuing to drop balls at some point. I understand that oh we've put God. a different quarterback in, but you know this guy if you is looking touch to it, you. You have to, to catch it. You touch if he, it. You if catch Logan it. Smothers hits you on the hands on third down, you got you catch better it. catch it, or else like, you don't get in the game no more. What is going on? That that you know that was he dropped. He dropped one for Chuba, and this is not one to just Michigan game. He did the same same problem with drops. Um, against Minnesota and that, and that killed us. Like that killed that Minnesota game. It could have been a win even with a backup quarterback. And like, yeah, these guys all, everybody on the team needs a win. And if you're going to be a, you know, if you're going to be the impact player, the guy, you know, it's not the case he's not in, you got to make that play. You got to, you know, you got to do that. You got to lead, you know, when you drop that ball, when you're a player like Trey Palmer on this team, that affects everybody that that hat, you know, that, you're supposed to be leading them. They're looking to see you make the play. Like, you know, you're, you're an impact player. You're, you're a leader. You're, you lead through your play too. You're not, you know, I don't think Trey Palmer's a super vocal leader. He leads by his, by his play, making everybody believe because of how he's going. And if you're just going to on a five yard pass, get hit the hands and drop it. And we just, we're going to move on. And then the, I mean, Logan threw a tough pass to him, but you got to know, you know, on a, on a bubble screen, you gotta know he threw it low. You can't catch it and take a knee. That's not gonna work. I mean, that's that's not gonna do it. That's <laughs> you can't think, do that. I, I don't think he panicked. His booty got tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not that's not good. I was really he really panicked. disappointed that, with that. But man. I hope that they. I hope that for them because I ultimately, you know, these guys are kids. A lot of them 
won't get to play these, football. These not, Most of them won't get to play football. You guys keep saying that. These are not kids. These are young men. They're right, not they're young, young men. Yeah, we keep saying they're kids. They're not kids. They're young men. Young men. Young men and young men do incredible things because they got they got the, the they're in condition. They 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 they're at the top of their game. They're not they're gonna not be a like talent. that. Yeah, they, they they got it right now. They're they're young men. They're capable. They can do it if they want to do it. They just don't have that that desire to really put out that extra thing collectively. Right. Well, even and as young when, men, they'll though, be good. They're oh. you know they're they may play the, this might be start. Some of these guys will be their last game. A lot of them. You know, a lot of people don't play at the next. I'm glad. <laughs> you know, it's their last <laughs> game. So I hope for their sake, like like Eric said, they have dignity. They have pride. I don't think they, they dig, want to play no more games. They try to. Hope the baddie would have sent them home. <laughs> he would have been done with them. Yeah. He would have been, done, been with done with them. We wouldn't have I mean, that. I mean, but too many mistakes. We didn't have nobody making mistakes after mistakes. I mean, the team wouldn't take it. The team wouldn't take it. I mean, I, I, you can see on the film or during film day who's doing what every week. Damn, yeah, you Here's, can see it. I, I would be so embarrassed. I would know how, how do you take it every week? Oh, uh, the stuff you, the film that Bryce Penhart puts out there. I'm just like, how do you? I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the video. You see the video on the block on our blocked extra point where he just stays in the in his three point stance. <laughs> they hike the ball and he just stands there in the. I comes God, over him and blocks the kick. He doesn't even touch. I'm like, you may not have known the Kate. Like when, you know, you might not have gotten the play. You didn't react when they snapped it. When the guy was jumping over you, why are you still in the three-point stance? Like, stop him. He's coming. He's coming for your kicker. I like, swear to God, we just sent him that home. Guy. I swear to God, we just sent him home. He'd be gone guy. right then. Yeah. Um, How do you feel like that when you, when you say you got the film going on in the film room with everybody? And they see you didn't even make it. Oh, oh, and the fall starts. Yeah, that's Man. that's been a tough, tough ride for that guy as his in his career as a Husker. But they do have Wisconsin on, on the docket here. So that's the next game up. It is an easier game than Michigan. It's probably a lot easier than Michigan. They played a lot better under our uh Jim Leonard. And do we think it's winnable? Is it winnable for the Huskers at this point? Do you you know, does it does it and does it hinge on Casey Thompson? Can no Casey Thompson? Do we even have a chance? I mean, even with Casey Thompson, do we have a chance? Well, we always got a chance. We always got a oh, chance. Yes. If you believe you can do it, you can do it. You just got to get more of them believing it together. We have we just don't have everybody on the same page. Some guys are just actually scared. When you're scared of making a mistake, then you make a mistake. Right. You know, they're not very prepared. They're scared. They're not trusting the guy next to them. Uh, they can't depend on the guy next to them. Uh, and and anything can happen. You could get hurt for real. A lot of our quarterbacks are getting hurt because of the line play. Yeah, I think the quarterbacks have gotten gotten hurt this year. I mean, I because think because of our line guys, play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fear, fear is the awful thing, man. Um, it sure is. I remember that one time I got scared. <laughs> that one chicken time, that chicken one time yeah, one time that was it that was chicken it was a rooster <laughs> that, uh, that uh, spooked uh, you johnny i pulled my booty out and i ain't been yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah particularly for the quarterbacks i mean i can only i mean i'm sure eric does if you're worried you're gonna get killed how are you making the right decisions back there and they are they don't know when it's going to happen it happens almost every time you're scrambling every time 
When did they get to? They could take a three-step drop, maybe, but the five-step drop, that's out. What happened oh. to the double moves? I used to run a down, out, and a down. I get him that deep, they go down and out and pull it back, and he bite, and I turn it up on him, and then we let it go. That, that means we're getting time. Trey Palmer doesn't need to do that much. Trey Palmer doesn't need to do that much. He doesn't need to do a down, up, down. He's open. I mean, he's faster than everybody on the field. Catch the ball with your hands. If the ball oh. comes to you, catch it with your hands. You're um, right. If you touch it, they, you got to know you got to catch it. But they're, this is this is not a you know Wisconsin defense old. They're they're giving up twenty points a game. Our offense at, at, in spurts has been good. Iowa took advantage of them last week. They're particularly Iowa's defense. You know, turn turn turnovers into points. <laughs> well, everybody in spurts. Can I'd be, like to just see some consistent, consistent football. Consistent. You know, like like yeah. we're not you know one quarter here. You know, or first half here, and then the second half you kind of feel like oh you know when's the second half starts I'm like. Uh, you know, like I get a little bit like, mm, what's this going to what's going to happen here? Because we've seen this and it would just be nice yeah. if they could put four quarters of football together, uh, you know, consistently without the penalties and mistakes and, you know, the mental errors with the drops or, you know, quarterbacks getting rid of the ball, running backs, you know, hitting the holes that they see and understanding that, you know, it, it's going to close up quick. So you got to you got to hit it a little faster, you know, and um so I, I'd like yeah. to see and the linemen say, that. "Hey, look, come over me. Come over. You got to come over me. I, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, Somebody yeah. Somebody confident enough to yeah. just say, "Look, man, I'm going to work. I'm going to work on my guy, and you know, I got it. Spend spend double the amount of time watching film and and find something that is glaring on film that you can get a competitive advantage. You know, I mean, there's 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 areas of weaknesses in every team, and so that's kind of the you know that week that you have leading up to it." You get you get to you know find their tendencies, find their weaknesses, and then get a game plan that can attack those weaknesses. So, um, you know, and they have them. They've been beat. I, don't, I mean, they're not they're not. I mean, they've lost what five games already. So it's not like yeah, they're know, not. There's nothing insurmountable about this at all. Maybe six. Uh, so they're they're probably the, interesting. They're probably the like of the rush defenses we faced. Probably you know week after week here, Illinois, right, Minnesota. Michigan, they're they're the worst defense probably of the three yeah. group. The, the, those three teams, we've been able to have some success against those teams. Not Michigan, but the other teams, we were able to have some success against. Um, so we got to score. We got to score. Some yeah, the defense. Here. To be honest, looking at the the defensive play against Michigan, I mean, I remember watching the first half back to back stops. We made them go three right. and out, and our offense went three and out in return. And I just looked. I mean, I just looked around the room and said. You can't do that against <laughs> this team on the road. You can't do that to your defense. <laughs> You're asking, why are they tired? Why is the defense tired? You know, they get you two stops and you just put them right back out there against a Michigan's front. They're bigger than them. I mean, they like, how much are they? That's, that's, they're going to be gassed. <laughs> Anybody's going to be gassed against anybody. We play NFL teams. You just go out there and go three and out over and over again. That defense is getting rolled over by the end of that game. Like that, you can't do that, and and we've done that a few times. So the key here will be offensively, no matter who it is, if get Anthony Grant going, whoever's playing quarterback, they got to have be efficient, and the and the playmakers have to make plays. Well, Trey Sam, Palmer has Sam, to start making some plays. Sam, you you're, you're talking like we don't have backups. We don't. We if our men have to go in there back to back to back, we we got to have backup men. It's like I told you about John Dutton and Monty Johnson. They played second team. 
Yeah, I mean, but they, they <laughs> we, it's we a bad recipe backup. as as a rule of thumb. I just think it's a bad if your offense doesn't get going, your defense is going to be in a in a. It's you know you got to play complementary football, is what I'm was, was what I'm trying to say. Like, well, I understand it, what you're saying, but yeah, I know you're only going to keep your guys. You're not playing the same guys over and over. We got guys that we're rotating all. But they they're rotating them in, but our, our offense has to make the plays. And like I said, an offense, offensive tackle got to be able to say, "Hey, come over for me. I got, I can get that five yards for you. Get behind me." And, and sometimes, yeah. what happened to running sweeps? Do we always run up the middle? I mean, I we should run think power they can run it anyway. That's, that's power sweep left, power sweep right. I mean, let, let's run a team, but we got smarter guys. Or some counters. Yeah, counters. Yeah. I run counters and traps all the time. You got you to be elusive. We can handle guy the ball and he runs up the middle and see if he can find a hole. It ain't no hole. Runs into I was a, a little disappointed about that. And I think I, I think watching the Michigan game, I understood in the first half when Chubba was out there why they're playing Chubba. Because I think that they're sticking with the offense that they've been running. It's a pass-first offense. And they're just like, we're not going to, you know, Chubba has the better arm. We got to play Chubba. But what I kind of hope to see against, particularly playing an opponent like that, like just, you know, mix it up a little bit, run an offense that's a little different right. with Logan, where you focus on the run. De- I just don't think they focus on the run detail that much in this offense. I've never gotten uh, that impression where I think, I think at least uh, when Scott was, you know, was calling the plays there, there were more plays like that and, and that were harder to stop with eight. I mean, Adrian was here too. That makes a difference, but you know, I think that well, that counters, that's a and, piece counters and traps do work. Yeah, I, I know. I think if we were more detailed in our in our run game and had more um, concepts for our for our for our run blocking to help out our offensive line, that's clearly getting worked like that. They're clearly getting worked. You don't change anything. We just run at them. It's not. It's not going to be open. You and, know? and you can't move them. They can't move them. You know that. That's why you got to run. That's why you got to be trapped in a counter. But they can't move they just them. called draw after draw for Anthony right. Grant. It didn't work. It worked a couple times and then you know it stopped working. And they didn't have another answer. They just kept trying. Yeah, they when they get trying. tired, they, they get tired tackling our ass. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, <laughs> they're getting tired of <laughs> <laughs> that's what it works. That's we work the ass to death. They get tired of tackling. <laughs> tired tackling. Uh, Let them go this time. They're not gonna go far. <laughs> Well, well, I think I it hope... would be a big win. I think it'd yeah. be a big win if Nebraska can pull it off. I know it's two games, but there's no reason why. If we um, could win both of these games, we really yeah, they're winnable win. games. They're winnable um, games. I was not that tough either. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I get tired of Iowa beating us. That's just unheard of. I'm, I mean, Wisconsin. I get tired too. of everybody beating us. Wisconsin. Yeah, we haven't. I think it's it's been longer. We haven't beaten Wisconsin. It's been even longer than Iowa. We haven't well, won since Wisconsin since that year we lost to them. Yes, yeah, since, since we. Since the year we lost to them in the Big Ten Championship, we got blown out. They That year, we played them in the regular season at home, and that was the last win that we had against them. So I would love to see that. I hope these guys, like a lot of them playing in Memorial Stadium for the last time, you know, for those guys, I hope the whole team pulls around them and, and finds a way to, like, at least make this a good one, make it a good game. Well, I mean, I, I really, really, really hope so. It's going to be um, up to the black skirts. Do the black Come on, skirts. you stop that, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <You> stop that. <laughs> you stop that. It is. <laughs> I think I think skirts. it's more on I think it's more on the offense than than the uh than the defense in this one. That I think right, the defense will show it. up and play hard. 
The offense has to find a way to get more than two first downs in the first half. Well, I've seen Wisconsin's going to be watching film, and they, all you got to do is keep it on the ground. We can't stop the ground. That's all we got to do is blow up the middle. That's what they're going to try to do. That's what they're going to And that's what they always try to do anyway. That's they're all, their, they're only their, averaging about 170 yards rushing a game. This is a little different Wisconsin team than what we've seen. Like you said, they only won about, you know, they, well, they won, haven't played us yet. The average is going back up. Well, <laughs> hopefully we, we find a way to stop them. Um, that's our show for this week. Tune in next week to see if we, if we do rise up and finally get a W against those Badgers. Right, As always, we, go Big Red. Every day is game day, y'all. See you guys next time. was raised in Nebraska, but one time I journeyed south, and the things those Okies said down there made me wipe out a couple of miles. They like their Sooner football, and they don't like the Huskers enough, but I surprised them all when I sang this song, I made them take off and run. You can boast about your victory Tell me all about your team But when we meet on the football field Your bridges won't be clean You can brag about the Sooners And sing your old fight song But don't come across our borderline Cause you knuckleheads don't belong Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.